0: everybody. So this is the video that you have all been waiting for. It's very exciting. Years ago, I did an analysis of all the films that have been nominated for Best Feature Film in, in Animation at the Oscars. And I went year by year and said, did the right film win? And uh, it was pretty popular, it was a pretty fun series, and I really enjoyed doing it. And so now, since that initial project, I have been updating it every year with whatever is nominated that year. So, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about 2019 Academy Awards and did the right film win? So, all right, it's gonna be really fun. Dive in. Okay, so the first movie that we're going to talk about is Isle of Dogs. It's going to be a fight. wish somebody spoke his language. The movie it was directed by Wes Anderson, and it's his second stop-motion animated film. And it is a really clever original story where the first of his stop-motion films was based on a book by uh, Roald Dahl, Fantastic Mr. Fox. The movie is about a dystopian future where uh, the dogs have all been banned off of Japan and uh, they are uh, they are under the rule of a, a fascist named Kobayashi, who uh, his ancestors wanted to get rid of the dogs, and now he is seeking to do that as any way that he can control people and uh, and get them to uh, acquiesce to his wishes, basically. And so they all these dogs are on this island, and his nephew Atari ends up. Uh, see Running after and trying to find his dog, and so he ends up at the Isle of Dogs, and so he's looking for his dog, who he loves, named Spots, and uh, and there's other dogs there that are that find Spots, and uh, there's Chief and Rex and King and Boss and Duke, so there's these dogs, and they kind of go on a journey with Atari to get back home and bring back the dogs and uh, at the same time you have the this girl named Tracy who is there to as a foreign exchange student but uh, she ends up kind of starting the student revolt against Kobayashi. And this movie, I love a lot about it. It is really sweet. I, I love any of the parts with the, with the dogs. And I think if you like Wes Anderson, then you'll enjoy this movie. I think his, his droll wit, his creativity, uh, his, just his style is definitely very present here and it's really enjoyable and I I think that any part particularly with the dogs is really good. It's funny, it's sweet and you know if, if you have any love for animals at all then you really like all of these dogs and their interactions. Uh, the animation is incredible, the stop motion, uh, the way they get the fur to look, the way that the dogs all interact is so great and and wonderful and i think the backgrounds are probably my favorite part about this movie i absolutely love all of the colors and the attention to detail in every room uh that that you'll have it, whether it's a, a store or i love the background with all the uh, glass bottle uh, art is beautiful it's absolutely gorgeous and uh, so all of that i think works really well and it's a very entertaining film my only nitpicks with it is that I think that the Tracy character is not my favorite. And I, I, they did it. They make this bold choice to not have subtitles. Uh, and to have the character speak Japanese. That's a, that's a bold choice. But in order to kind of make the film work they have to then have this American character who can kind of translate for everybody. And it's a little bit white savior trope to me. It feels like uh, why do we have to have a white American character telling the story of a Japanese story, even though this is dystopian? I don't know. I just feel like it was a bold choice, but I don't think it quite paid off because of what they had then had to do. And I know some people are really irritated by that and really didn't like the portrayal of Japanese culture. Now, this is a this is a dystopian like it's not realistic at all. Um, so it didn't really bother me that much, but enough that I take like a few points out of it. It's not perfect. Up nominated is Ralph breaks the internet. Holy cow! Look at all this stuff. Congratulations. Really? These 10 child stars went to prison. Oh. Number six will amaze you. That sounds interesting. Ralph, come on! Redirecting to eBay. Ladies and gentlemen, the next item up, a black velvet painting of a sorrowful kitten. It's like it's looking into my soul. Yeah, that one's really gonna haunt me for a while. This is a long-awaited sequel uh, for many of wreck Ralph. Everybody knows I'm not as high in that film as a lot of other people but uh i was uh i like it fine i just don't think it's a masterpiece like a lot of other people do and uh, so then this movie came out and i was not thrilled with the trailers and I didn't like the princess clip at d23 so i was pretty nervous about it and uh, and then i went to see it and i actually really enjoyed it i thought it was really good i thought that they did a couple things right that that i wasn't maybe expecting them to do right I thought that the message of the movie between Vanellope and Ralph was actually much better than the first movie because the first movie, it's a fairly pedestrian message. Him being the, not wanting to be the bad guy anymore and him uh, learning to, to him and Vanellope learning to be uh, the kind of the good guys and him getting to be accepted. That's great. I love it. This, this movie, I think, actually had a little bit more of a subtle message with Vanellope really feeling uh, unhappy. And they have this different way of seeing the world. And at the beginning of the movie, Ralph is completely incapable of seeing things through Vanellope's eyes. He's just like, well, this is the greatest, the way we're living. And then she goes to Slaughterhouse and she realizes that there's this whole slaughter race. She realized there's this whole other way to live. And, uh, and, and, she's very excited about that. And of course, when he finds that it's very threatening to him and he's very upset. And so he has to learn through the course of the movie to accept her for who she is and allow his friend to take this different path. And that's really hard to do in life. And I thought it was a really, really touching message. I really liked it. I also really liked the humor. I thought that pretty much every single joke was part of the script and was part of uh, the plot. It wasn't just like these throwaway parody gags like you get in Shrek. This was all stuff like spammy for instance that they pretty much had to do with them getting someplace or going someplace or being a part of the story. and even the princesses because then they come back to kind of rescue them towards the end. And so even the princesses were part of the plot, part of the story and I think that's what made it better. And it was actually way funnier than I than I experienced at D23. It was way less of a parody movie and just a funny movie, in my opinion. I thought the animation was beautiful. And I, you know, to get a surprise Ellen Minket song was really great. And so I really dug it. I thought it was great. Hey, next we have Incredibles 2. <laughs> and of course this is another long-awaited sequel to the first Incredibles that we all really really enjoyed back in 2004 we got our family the Incredibles and they make the decision to have them start at the very end of that movie and so they're all uh you know kind of dealing with the after effects of what had just barely happened and they have the underminer there and uh the the people are still not as accepting as we might have thought of the supers, and so still sort of dealing with some of that. And uh, so they, and they're still not quite aware of Jack Jack's powers with Helen, Mrs. Incredible going on as sort of an ambassador of all these supers to try to, with this businessman named Winston, and to try and uh, kind of sway public opinion with all of these good things that she's doing. And uh, then also that means Mr. Incredible is left behind to to take care of the house and uh And it's exhausting, and I kind of joke that I think this movie is a really solid superhero movie with a with an additional treatise on how hard it is to be a parent and The thing I liked about it is that that everything that Mr. Incredible deals with he, he figures out he's not an idiot he's not a stupid dad he actually is smart and he gets it it's just exhausting and that's true to parenting that's what parenting is parenting is exhausting (laughs) and uh so i felt like they captured that really well and i didn't feel like the character was was demeaned and i really just thought there were a lot of really sweet moments like when uh violet uh, sees him sleeping and just kind of lets him sleep it was just a cute scene i think of course there's the adorable scene with jack jack and the raccoon that's hilarious i i think all the action in this movie is really strong i think the uh the 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 great scenes with the last girl on the, that motorcycle really good. I really liked the scene on the boat where the, where void is creating the, the black holes and they're kind of jumping through it while fighting. I think that, is a really cool scene. There's a lot of other cool scenes like that. The the plot, as far as the villain, is serviceable in my opinion. It's not like the, it's never going to be as good as Syndrome. That's not going to happen. Yeah, and there's just cute little moments for every character. I really liked Violet and the little her little uh, crush storyline when they go out to dinner and she <laughs> that that scene was really cute. I thought I liked having more of Frozone. He's really fun. I like these new characters that they introduced. They were all I thought. Uh, A lot of fun. I enjoyed all of them. And particularly Void was my favorite, I think, of the new characters. I really liked uh, the moments with Edna were hilarious. I absolutely loved that. And she even says, uh, parenting when done right is the greatest heroic most heroic act of all that was kind of the theme i think of the movie and i think it really worked and i really enjoyed it the next film we're gonna talk about is the film mirai when mirai travels from the future to save her big brother kun he begins a journey through time and space to discover his family's incredible story And this was very exciting for me because I, I, I've been wanting the, the Academy to get rid of their bias against anime and they have not nominated a non-Studio Ghibli film uh anime film yet i mean there's so many good ones they could have nominated last year there were so many including silent voice which i loved so much and you know then they didn't nominate your name the year before which is very frustrating and so there's all these good movies uh but they seem to think that studio ghibli is the only studio that makes good anime movies well now finally that streak has been broken and we've gotten a film nominated. And Mirai is just such a sweet, lovely little movie from director Mamora Hosoda. And uh, Mamora Hosada has made really great movies. Pretty much all of his have been, been decent to great This one was a really intimate story because most of his movies are kind of sci-fi stories and have big like fantasy kind of feels to them, big epic scopes, big battles sort of stuff. But this one is very simple. It's basically about this little boy who is resenting the fact that his uh, little sister is taking out more of his parents' time. His mother's going away on a like business trip. So his dad's in charge. He's totally overwhelmed And uh, he kind of has this little boy, kind of has a Christmas carol type experience where he sees these spirits and they're spirits from the future, spirits from the past, spirits from the present, basically. Uh, And they're people from his family coming uh, to kind of teach him about why he should be more loving, why he should be more kind. And so it is very simple movie, but it's beautifully animated. I thought it was gorgeous, uh, and it's really funny too, like surprisingly funny. Particularly the whole section with the dog was hilarious. I think the music is really good. Uh, Masaharu Fukuyama is the name of the uh, the composer. They do a really good job with that, and uh, it's it's just. A delightful little movie that i think for some reason there's the scene this year in an animation of like the frazzled dad we even see it a little bit in spider-man <laughs> uh, so yeah it's uh it's it's just it's only 98 minutes so it's not that long and it's just a, it's a sweet little story about a little boy learning to be nice so there you go watch it it's good okay then the last one we're going to talk about spider-man into the spider-verse woohoo <laughs> Is from sony animation amazingly enough i mean sony animation talk about an underdog story they had you know some of, one of the worst years any studio could have last year between emoji movie and uh and um what was that star the star and just it was rough it was rough <laughs> going for sony but uh, not only did they have a solid Hotel Transylvania movie this year, in my opinion, but they produced this movie, and I was very skeptical because I just on the surface, I think the idea of the of the uh, different dimensions of Spider Man sounds a little convoluted. But uh, then I saw the trailer, and I was like, "Whoa, that looks amazing!" So I was getting more and more hyped. And Then I went to Venom, and they had the 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 um sneak peek or whatever you want to call it that at the end it was so amazing and i was like wow and so then when i went to see it i was completely blown away by it i thought it was incredible the the way that they combined 2d and 3d animation to create this new comic book aesthetic was amazing to me it looked so beautiful <laughs> i mean just him flying through the streets of New York was just incredible, and that was one of the things I didn't like about Spider-Man: Homecoming is that we saw very little of him actually being Spider-Man. Uh, there, you know, I like that movie in general, but I thought this was just there were so many sequences of him, and him dropping off of buildings and slowing Oh, it was so good, and the the way they integrated the uh the music in those sequences was so beautiful and it just it was dazzling to me it was absolutely dazzling but they didn't stop at just a pretty movie i think that miles is actually a really empathetic character he's very easy to relate to and uh, and him being in this school where he doesn't feel like he he fits in he belongs Uh, him struggling i think to connect with his parents who love him uh, but you know, it's just hard when you're a teenager sometimes. I thought they captured that really well, and I and you also felt for his parents. Like the scene where uh, his dad is talking to him outside the door, I thought was so moving. It's so lovely. Uh, his connection with his uncle and then kind of what happens there, I thought was very moving, and it really worked for me. I I think the once the story gets going with the Different dimensions of Spider-Man. It's I mean it's just so brilliant to have you know five different Spider-Man characters that all have their own unique animation, all have their own styles. is incredible to me in one scene. So you had anime in there, you had noir, black and white in there. You had more of like a Looney Tunes look with the Spider-Ham. You had that look. You had <clears throat> both Spider-Man that uh, you see in the movie and and then you had Gwen Stacy. And so that, that was just so cool. It was so cool. I loved it. And I, I thought they did a really good job with the voice work for each of these different Spider characters. I thought in general, all the voice work was really strong. Uh, I liked Shameek more as Miles. They did a great job. Jake Johnson as the kind of rough and tumble uh bad boy spider peter parker he was great Haley steinfeld gwen stacy marcel lee as uh his uncle was great uh brian T- tyree henry as uh his father was great lily tomlin uh, just john mulaney there's so many great voice talent in this movie that they did a great job they did a great job with the script with phil lord and christopher miller they were so it was so funny throughout and especially anything with uh spider ham or the noir spider-man was great i thought really worked and uh, and yeah and then the uh, the peter parker character in here and the peter parker character in here was quite funny so it just had everything i i can't imagine To me, this movie had everything that you could want in a movie. It was stunningly beautiful. The music was amazing. It had a great lead character. It had had heart. It had emotion. It had laughs. It had an interesting story with these different, you know, Spider-Man, like, I, I don't know i just can't imagine disliking this movie it just has everything and i just i really think this is a game changer i think we're going to start to see this more sort of merging of 2d and 3d which is what i've wanted uh for so long to see this co- combination this hybrid we'd seen it in shorts like in feast or in uh the um paper man uh, that uh, that disney did we've seen it Come and go, but we and you got a little bit of it with the peanuts movie. you got a little bit of that hybrid flatness with the CG, but this is just on a whole nother level, getting the movements and the flow and everything so beautifully and so well done, and it just makes me really excited because for so long CG animated films have looked exactly the same and have felt exactly the same and, you know, had the same kind of feel to their skin and to their eyes and to their everything. And that's fine. And, and I've enjoyed that, but uh, it's just so exciting to see a new style and new platform that you know if they're talking about maybe making a batman movie in the style that would be amazing that would blow my mind and uh, anything like that i just feel like we're gonna start to see you've got pete doctor uh, being a leader over there at pixar and he's already started to with these spark shorts to encourage some hybrid animation some different styles of animation so this could be so exciting and uh, it's just probably the most excited excited I've been for an animated film, certainly since Inside Out for sure. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't know, as far as being groundbreaking and really new, this is, I can't even think of when I've been this excited about an animated film. So obviously you can tell that I think the right film one, uh, but it was a pretty strong year. I really liked all of these movies, actually, quite a bit. I mean, they're all definitely fresh, and like the lowest score I gave is a 7.5, which is a really pretty good score. So they're all really fun, really enjoy them all, and uh, so it's a good year. So let me know which one was your favorite and what you think of each of the five nominees. Let me know. Thanks so much. Please subscribe to my channel, and I'll talk to you later. Bye!